0: Section 130 Items of Instruction Given by Joseph Smith the Prophet at Ramus, Illinois, April 2, 1843 History of the Church, Volume 5, pages 323 through 325
1: 1 through 3 The Father and the Son may appear personally to man. 4 through 7 Angels reside in a celestial sphere. Eight through nine. The celestial earth will be a great urim and thummim. Ten through eleven. A white stone is given to all who enter the celestial world. Twelve through seventeen. The time of the second coming is withheld from the prophet. Eighteen through nineteen. Intelligence gained in this life rises with us in the resurrection. Twenty through twenty one. All blessings come by obedience to law. 22-23. Twenty two through twenty three. The Father and the Son have bodies of flesh and bones.
0: When the Saviour shall appear, we shall see him as he is. We shall see that he is a man like ourselves. And that same sociality which exists among us here will exist among us there, only it will be coupled with eternal glory, which glory we do not now enjoy. John fourteen twenty three. The appearing of the Father and the Son in that verse is a personal appearance, and the idea that the Father and the Son dwell in a man's heart is an old sectarian notion and is false. In answer to the question, is not the reckoning of God's time, angels' time, prophets' time, and man's time, according to the planet on which they reside? I answer yes, but there are no angels who minister to this earth, but those who do belong or have belonged to it. The angels do not reside on a planet like this earth, but they reside in the presence of God, on a globe like a sea of glass and fire, where all things for their glory are manifest, past, present, and future, and are continually before the Lord. The place where God resides is a great Urim and Thummim. This earth, in its sanctified and immortal state, will be made like to crystal, and will be a Urim and Thummim to the inhabitants who dwell thereon, whereby all things pertaining to an inferior kingdom, or all kingdoms of a lower order, will be manifest to those who dwell on it, and this earth will be Christ's. Then the white stone mentioned in Revelation 2.17 will become a Urim and Thummim to each individual who receives one, whereby things pertaining to a higher order of kingdoms will be made known and a white stone is given to each of those who come into the celestial kingdom, whereon is a new name written, which no man knoweth, save he that receiveth it. The new name is the key word. I prophesy in the name of the Lord God, that the commencement of the difficulties which will cause much bloodshed previous to the coming of the Son of Man will be in South Carolina. It may probably arise through the slave question. This a voice declared to me while I was praying earnestly on the subject, December 25, 1832. I was once praying very earnestly to know the time of the coming of the Son of Man, when I heard a voice repeat the following, Joseph, my son, if thou livest until thou art eighty-five years old, thou shalt see the face of the Son of Man. Therefore let this suffice, and trouble me no more on this matter." I was left thus without being able to decide whether this coming referred to the beginning of the millennium, or to some previous appearing, or whether I should die and thus see his face. I believe the coming of the Son of Man will not be any sooner than that time. Whatever principle of intelligence we attain unto in this life, it will rise with us in the resurrection. And if a person gains more knowledge and intelligence in this life through his diligence and obedience than another, he will have so much the advantage in the world to come. There is a law irrevocably decreed in heaven before the foundations of this world upon which all blessings are predicated. And when we obtain any blessing from God, it is by obedience to that law upon which it is predicated. The Father has a body of flesh and bones as tangible as man's, the Son also. But the Holy Ghost has not a body of flesh and bones, but is a personage of spirit. Were it not so, the Holy Ghost could not dwell in us. A man may receive the Holy Ghost, and it may descend upon him and not tarry with him.